0: Want to ring the bell?
1: All right. Ding, ding. Because
0: there's a there's a solid chance that. Uh... <laughs> I lose this entire episode since I am not sure. I'm not sure I fully remember how to, how to do all this. That's that's encouraging. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if we have, I mean, how many episodes did we throw away the first time before we ever launched the podcast?
1: Well, I mean, we still have them.
0: Well, yeah, we have them, but I mean, we we definitely had some, some give some mulligans. Uh, they're in the vault somewhere. Glitch. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a solid chance we get to the end of this and we have to redo it all. So uh, it's going to be a good start back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess the best place to start is, I mean, you know, the million dollar question. Where have we been? Oh, you started already. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go into it. I mean, let's go. Let's just, let's get this thing going. It's been nine months. Let's just roll right into it.
1: I mean, I thought, I thought we were still our playful bantering before we start recording. Yeah,
0: You know, you know, we'll just figure out, you know what? It's, it's the year of the pandemic. It's 2020. Everything is just, we're throwing it all away. Everything in the past, it's all gone. We're just winging it. Okay. (laughs) Here we are. So speaking of 2020 and the pandemic, where have we been? We
1: we had a lot of changes. I mean, I got a new job, you got a new house. Yep. You
0: know, movies stopped, so we said stop. Yeah. I mean, I guess the one thing we should tell everybody is neither you or I have had covid that we are aware of. That's true. That's true. Uh, we, I, we will, I will I will knock on wood <laughs> yeah, for that. Yeah. 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 so get ready for the next delay in the podcast as we both get covid now that I <laughs> <my mouth. clears throat> But yeah, I mean, a lot changed. You know, I don't think we either one of us thought we were going to take this long of a break. But uh, I don't think anybody thought the pandemic was going to last this long.
1: No, it's done by June. Remember? Oh man, uh, done by June. Wonder Woman will come out, and then every
0: everything will be happy. I, I think when it hit my kids the most, well, at least Charlie, because she's been super into Marvel. So the one thing that has happened over pandemic at my house is uh, my daughter Charlie has decided to binge watch Marvel. And basically never stopped. Like, had a girl. It, it became a problem early on in the pandemic because I think she watched Endgame like six times in a two day span. It nothing was nothing wrong with that. It, it was a bit excessive. But what really bummed her out was when Black Widow got pushed back. That was when, and, and pushed back twice, I should say, right? Because it went from like June to November, and then now I guess I don't even know if it has a date. If it's TBD, whatever it is. I think it's what May or June again. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think we've reached the point in the the movie delay cycle that everybody's just slotted into their, you know, their twenty twenty one dates are just what they were for twenty twenty. Yeah, they may be Wednesdays, but they'll, they'll come out then anyway. <laughs> right, same date, different year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that that's just been crazy. I mean, the pandemic hit, uh, movies just kept getting delayed and delayed. Uh, you know, like you said, you got a new job, I got a new house, uh, virtual school was very interesting for me in the spring, trying to get both my kids used to that. It's been much easier in the fall. Um, but yeah, I mean, here we are in like the blink of an eye and we're nine months after everything kind of shut down. It's crazy. Yeah. It's about nine months after we did our last pod. Yeah. Did, uh, I think I know the answer to this. Did you brave the theaters at any point and go see a movie? We did. We did. We saw Tenet in theaters. Okay. We and did. So too. that was
1: August, I believe. We we didn't go right when it came out. We came a
0: few months later. Okay. Yeah, it was right in that Tenet was timed like in between the two big spikes, right? Like there was the the big spike in like early summer, and then it kind of everybody thought we were getting over it, and we went and saw Tenet too, so we're like, all right, you know we'll we'll go do this, and then you know like a month later it spiked all back up again, so yeah, same here. Tenet was the only one I saw, but I do want it noted for the record that the only director that got us both to the theater during the pandemic that, to risk our lives for was Christopher Nolan, <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would throw that out there,
1: yes, but it's back again it's but there was nothing else to see as well. Yeah. He's the only one that decided. He didn't care about people's
0: lives, so he he threw <laughs> it out there. Yeah, I mean there is that angle, I, and I I have yet to kind of read up on the financials of that because that was a big decision. He was the only one that was really adamant about doing that, and uh, I'm not sure really how that played out. I don't think it played out well, but I also don't know what the alternative would have been to just go straight to you know streaming or whatever. And and I don't they don't really tell us the financials on streaming, so I'm not really sure how that would have worked out.
1: Yeah, the uh, I wondered about how well it would do, being as it was the only movie in theaters for six months.
0: So yeah. it's like if you really wanted to go see one, you saw that or that. Yeah. And from my understanding, I, I don't know that a lot of people went and saw it. And, and truthfully, uh, I, I'm withholding my thoughts on it until I can watch it a second time. But that is not the right movie to go see as like a break from the pandemic. If that exactly.
1: Sense. Yes. If it was Black Widow, I think it would have done much, much better, but it was, was tough to wrap your mind around and explain to somebody, Hey, you should go
0: see this. Why? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Right. Right, Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's something you should see, but it's not something that's going to like take your mind off of stuff because actually you're just going to have to think really hard during the movie. And I'm not sure that's what people wanted, you know, mid pandemic. I think they, you're right. Black widow, hell, even Bill and Ted, something just mindless, go, go check it out. And you know, did Bill and Ted hit theater? I don't know if it did or not. I saw it on demand. Um, I don't know if it was one of the simultaneous releases or not, so I I can't say for sure. I have not seen it yet. You know, it was fine. I mean, I I was in my it 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 didn't look like it'd be good. No, and I don't know that it is. uh, But when my expectations were so low, for me to be like, all right, you know, I mean, that's a win for them in my book. Sure. I
1: mean, you throw throwback and you also have Keanu. So it's it's going to it's going to be at least at least a two and a half worth watching. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, So I guess my other question for you would be, did you watch a lot of new releases on streaming? Did you how did you fill your movie void?
1: Well, we did watch a lot of movies. Uh, I had a big stack of unwatched before they can go on my shelf movies that I've owned for a while that I, I combed through but there's a lot on streaming that we took a lot of chances on a lot of really bad movies. And that's watched a lot of documentaries, uh, lots of started series of stuff. Uh, Nothing really jumped out as great. Yeah. Uh, It was a gosh, my I'm starting to rate these movies higher because it's all I have, you know, Mm as compared to all the other garbage that I was watching. It was uh, so they started to to pull the the median up i guess yeah what about you
0: i you know i kind of took a break on movies in general um you know i'd randomly watch some stuff here and there but i didn't really make an effort to seek out a lot of stuff you know i i thought right when the pandemic hit when they released the hunt you know straight to whatever you could pay 15 20 bucks whatever it is to rent i was right. like okay you know we'll we'll keep the ball rolling a little bit here i think this is going to be what movie studios do and then they all decided not to do that. And then, so you were kind of left with the some early access stuff. Um, but, you know, the big releases weren't, weren't going straight to streaming like I thought they would. Now, it turns out we're getting ready to have that now. It, it took about a year for them to figure out that they wanted to do that. But I didn't really... I think that the quality of stuff that I was seeing even from like a trailer perspective for like the Netflix originals and stuff, like nothing was really grabbing me. So there was just nothing there to like say, Oh, Hey Garrett, you know, you, you should go watch this. And like, I would still, you know, check Twitter and you know, you and I would chat and our friends would chat and like nobody was really saying like, Hey, you gotta watch this. I mean, even when it came to series and documentaries, like I was finding stuff and coming across it, but like it, it's really weird. I mean, I guess, you know, obviously nobody was prepared for the pandemic, but man, it seems like there's just been a really big void that people could have filled with some really great content. And I know it's tough when you already have production schedules. Like we knew Mando wasn't coming out until, you know, a month ago and stuff, but uh, it's just been kind of, I feel like mediocre for content in general. Yeah. Which is really
1: sad uh, from our standpoint of, Neither one of us made the fantasy football playoffs, and uh, actually, one of my worst performances uh, to date. Yeah. Um, and last year, you know, we didn't make the playoffs either. But you could blame it on the podcast. You know, we spent so much time, you know, devoted to the right. podcast. This year, we have nothing to blame but ourselves.
0: Yeah, and admit mean,
1: that we're just not very good at this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's four teams that don't make the playoffs, and you and I make up two of those. So, right, uh, yeah. what have we been doing? I don't not know. <laughs> not that not yeah. that. I mean, my <laughs> excuse is I moved and uh, PS Five came out, so I've been playing a lot of PS Five. Yeah, that came out well after you were out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it was it was in the home stretch. I, I could have I could have rallied a few wins, but you know, Call of Duty was calling my name. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've yet to uh, to get into the PlayStation Five yet,
1: but that's uh that's a 2021 aspiration of mine is yeah. to get back into
0: gaming after a 10 year hiatus oh man it, it, it's glorious i will say it, it's tough to juggle you know movie watching and and uh game playing because like they, they both just call your name simultaneously right like they, they both they both want your attention there's only just so much to give <laughs> so i mean
1: basically we had the same list of movies coming out this year that we had last
0: year is there anything new that was added to the list that we're excited for? I don't know. I had a really hard time. Like, I mean, I had to go out and actively try and research like what's coming out in 2021. Um, I mean, there, there definitely is stuff there's. And now I will say, I guess I'm not sure what was scheduled for 2021. Hasn't been pushed back. Like the articles I read weren't very clear on that.
1: Well, I mean, so, every, everything that I see, you know, you had like black widow, like we mentioned, we have bond movie,
0: uh, Whoa, Maverick got pushed back Maverick King
1: Kong vs Godzilla, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff is like, I feel like the lineup is the exact same.
0: Uh, well, yeah. So then I guess my question is like, so the things that were slated for 2021, like, uh, Dune, uh, the new John wick, the new matrix, Are those still keeping 2021 dates like were they able to still film during that time and maybe it's on a case by case basis like I obviously with the Tom Cruise thing happening last week we all know Mission Impossible is filming and that was scheduled for I think December 2021 so maybe it's still on track. So that's the part I can't figure out like is 2021 going to be the most packed movie slate ever because of this or I hope so I hope so because because we've earned it. (laughs) Yeah, we need something.
1: But I will say, after paying for The Hunt, and I think I mentioned it on that podcast, you know, streaming at home, you know, I like that HBO is doing it for free. Uh, sure. Because that... Well, quote unquote free. I mean, unquote, 15 bucks a month. Sure, if you already have the, the service. Yeah. Uh, but to pay 20 bucks to watch a movie like The Hunt, I mean, you'll probably get my money for Black Widow. and you know, Not probably, you would. Any Marvel. Yeah. Or Star Wars franchise, I I'll pay the money, but to, to take a chance and to not also have an outing, you know, with it, then yeah, I don't, I don't see me
0: going down that path for sure. It is very rough. To, I think the other one that got released quickly. To streaming, it wasn't exclusive to streaming, but we we saw it in theaters, and then this all hit. But Bloodshot, the the Vin Diesel vehicle, like yes, I'm not paying twenty twenty five dollars to roll the dice on Vin Diesel. It's not happening. Like right,
1: 1995. No, no. when it yeah. uh, when they flip the switch and it goes free on Netflix, then
0: maybe I'll take a shot at Bloodshot. Right. And I don't know that movie studios like to do that, right? Because when you go to the theater, the price is the price, regardless of the quality of the movie, but. Streaming is not the same ball game, guys. Like, I am not paying twenty dollars to watch Vin Diesel or The Hunt. Like, like you said, I will pay twenty dollars for Marvel or whatever that fee is. But like, there is going to have to be like, we're going to have to admit what we've got here, guys. Like, (laughs) it's a new Vin Diesel movie. It's not the same as you know your marquee blockbusters. It's just not. So like, there needs to be some kind of tiered streaming.
1: Yeah, and I just want to be clear. I'll pay twenty bucks to go to the theater and watch The Hunt. Or bloodshot, because that's a an outing an experience that's something you know to do versus if I have a bunch of free movies that I can watch at home versus another free movie I can watch at home or pay twenty bucks to watch a movie at home I'm gonna
0: choose the free one right yep I, I'm with you every step of the way on that i, I It is going to be extremely interesting in 2021 to see how this all plays out cuz by all accounts it sounds like Warner Brothers is not committing to this HBO Max stuff permanently it's more of like a hey we're going to see how this goes um so it's going to be interesting to see i mean and, and again like if the pandemic's still going on it's not really a an effective sample like i mean if you're trying to analyze this from like a data perspective like clearly more people are going to be willing to just stay home and watch it but Like when the lid comes off of the pandemic and we can all go back to the theaters, like that's just a different paradigm for this to exist in. And not to say that people won't continue to just want to chew it up through streaming because I think they will, but people are going to want to go back to movie theaters. It's just how many, and then what does the cost look like?
1: I mean, it is, it is a hard choice to make if I already have HBO, you know, to, well, I could either watch it at home or go pay for it. Right. You know, and so basically that's a hard yes, I want to see Wonder Woman, and yes, I want to see it on a bigger screen. you know, I have a pretty big screen at home, you know, mm-hmm. I may just watch it for free, right, but Wonder Woman is also one that I would have paid to go see it in the theaters, so they're they're losing out on that money, but I don't know, I just think it's it, it will be it will be interesting, but also, I think theaters are still going to be the last ones to be open. Um, it's just, just the nature of everybody crammed
0: in one room. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to end. I feel bad for theaters, man. It's, uh, uh, you know, I, I love the movie theater. I love going to it. It's the best way to see a movie. It's a good time out with friends, stuff like that. Um, but that business model hasn't changed, um, in my lifetime, to be honest. Like, I mean, they've added the fork and screens and, you know, things like that, but yeah, speaking,
1: recliners.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they've done, but, but it costs a lot to go see a movie. And if you're going to eat at the movies and do that, that costs a lot too. Um, In a world where, you know, things are going to subscription models. And I know we tried movie pass. It's just eventually everything changes. And I think this might push forward some changes to movie theaters, whether it's cost reduction or a different experience. I'm not quite sure what that looks like. They'll have to figure that out, but I think it's going to be different.
1: It's got to be some, some way they negotiate the studios to get a bigger cut of the ticket prices. Yeah. Because right now I think they're getting hosed and that's why the concessions, you know, cost you, you know, 40 bucks for, for popcorn and a Coke. When, which I always thought was funny. Uh, when people that go to convenience stores before they go to the movie theater, try to Mm-mm. sneak it in, but like a gas station candy is even marked up candy there. And the movie theater is even more marked up beyond that. Right. Versus if you go like that. The grocery store but that's that's how they make their money you know because yeah. uh, the studios take so much of a chunk of that that they're i think that's where the the give and take has got to be of studios maybe negotiate a cut of the concessions versus you know m- make it more balanced than than what it is because right i don't see them surviving like this
0: unfortunately no and some of them aren't going to survive just in general right like i mean amc may not be around. I mean, movie theaters will survive. I'm not sure the companies who are, you know, trying to wade their way through this are going to come out the other side. Okay.
1: But at the same time,
0: if let's say they're all bankrupt
1: and you have a bank, you know, we both work at banks, the bank doesn't want an empty movie theater. They're going to work with somebody who knows how to run it. Right. You know, what, what good is it for me to sell the building to somebody else to run a movie theater that has no experience? And sure. So they're going to be a lot more lenient on on hey get you back on your feet versus another industry that's not as special, right? So yeah. I I think that they're going to have a lot more leniency, uh, at least the ones that aren't like AMC is going to have a problem. I think publicly traded companies are going to be more of an issue uh, than the s- smaller regional type. But yeah, it's uh it'll be another dark year I think for movie theaters but uh
0: they'll be product now yeah i mean because they're nothing without product right unfortunately
1: yeah so looking at uh at our 2020 slate that has been moved to 2021 what are you most
0: looking forward to here well i i've got a mixture of 2020s and 2021s that i'm looking forward to um since i don't really like i said earlier know how they're gonna drop i just figured. Um, you know, I'd throw together a combo of some of that. So I mentioned a few of them earlier. Dune, which I've never seen the original Dune. I, I know you have. Um, I've never read the book, but the concept, the director, and the cast all look pretty incredible to me. So I have high hopes for, for Dune. It does have a good cast. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the trailer was stupid, right? Like we saw it before Tenet, and it's just like every face you saw and then every name that got shown. Like, okay, we just hired half of Hollywood to be in this movie. Yeah, and, and the ones that you like, too. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. I like him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
1: like her. You know? yeah.
0: It's not just like, oh, okay, that guy. All right. Yeah, okay. No, it was definitely like, oh, the, their budget must be gigantic. Um, See, I also have Matrix 4 and Maverick, which I mentioned before. I think uh, both of those, obviously, sequels to franchises that I really, really like. Uh, massive reservations about both. But I am still going to be excited about a new Matrix and a new Top Gun the top
1: um, the top gun um I'm with you. I think we'll have a better shot at success
0: than the matrix 4 yeah you just you don't really know I mean if there's a huge wild card in all this it's the matrix 4 cuz nobody knows what it's going to be about who it's going to have in it I mean besides some of the main people like how it's going to tie back to the originals like it is just to me a giant Question mark, and, which is kind of nice because there's a lot of times where I don't really, you know, I'll go see a movie and it's like, okay, I kind of have like seventy five percent feel about where I think this movie is going to be about. Uh, with The Matrix, I legitimately have zero idea.
1: Yeah, there's no clear jumping off point, right? You know, so you can kind of predict at least what kind of story they're going to say. But here, like, even in like the Terminator sequels, you kind of know what mm-hmm. to expect as far as plot wise. But here, I have no clue where they're going to go from from how they ended the third one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they could start completely over. They could reboot it all. Like I nobody really knows what's going to happen there. So, it's more about the intrigue and I hope it's obviously a lot more similar to the first one than the sequels, but we'll we'll see. Um the last two I had kind of noted down that I'm looking forward to, I went ahead and put Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings mainly for a couple of reasons. One, it, it's I think the first Marvel movie that we're getting in the next phase. So, while I appreciate Black Widow, I don't really think that's going to tie into the next phase as far as I understand. And then I'm a sucker for Kung Fu stuff, so I kind of get the best of both worlds there.
1: Well, I think uh, Florence will tie into the next phase.
0: Yes, but I have a hard time thinking that the plot will, just based on the timeline. I I don't think it's meant to drive the next phase in any way, whereas Shang-Chi has to.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think Black Widow is... Kind of given a, a salute
0: to Scarlet, but also introducing Florence. Yes, I agree. And then the last one I had noted down, which is uh, a typical Garrett pick that's kind of tongue in cheek, but it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. So I
1: knew you were going to say
0: that. I want it over. Like, I don't, I'm not even <laughs> looking forward to the movie. I want to be very clear. I'm sick of hearing about this. I've been sick of hearing about it since the day that justice league got released or even before that, when everything was going down with it, I, I've never been more annoyed with a movie than the Snyder cut of justice league. So get March here, get it all out on HBO max. And then everybody shut up about it because I'm so annoyed with it. (laughs) You you hate the tweets. I do
1: every, every comment, every update about it. All of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I, I hate literally everything about this movie. I can't, I mean, people
1: called for it for two years before it is even considered something. So all you had were just, you know, trolls out there. Yeah. And then it started to become a reality (laughs) and that only made you angrier.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I don't understand like every turn, they just won't shut up about it. Like every little bit of news about Joss Whedon or every little news about Zack Snyder and he's releasing picks and are we doing reshoots and are we not? And where's the mustache? It's just like, come on, like, we all know that WB has messed up DC uh, across the board. So Snyder's justice league is not going to reset anything to the point where we're all like, okay, now we can move forward. No, th- they don't know what they're doing over there. It's miserable how they put stuff together. And the fact that they think that this movie is going to be some sort of godsend and just change everything is, is remarkable. I just, I, I've, I've never been more sick of hearing it about anything in my life. And I mean, at least with the avatar sequels, like I know there's four of them coming or whatever and nobody wants them, but at least I don't have to hear about them like on a weekly basis. I just, yeah. So. <laughs> I,
1: think, I think no one's wanted a movie to fail more than you want the Snyder cut
0: to fail. Just be bad <laughs>
1: because you're like, I mean, like you have it now and it's worse. So can we move on now and never talk about this again?
0: Yeah. There's absolutely a part of me that, that wants this to be bad and I'm not normally like that. I don't really want movies to be bad, but there, there's no this- way that you can like this
1: there's truly there's no matter what they put on screen you're gonna hate this i, I don't just know. from this I mean, build
0: up i i think that i can be convinced that it's an improvement over the other justice league not how much of an improvement i don't know i mean just we'll have to see i think i can still be objective about it but i am going in with a massive chip on my shoulder because i'm sick and tired of it so i i will do my best to divorce my bias as i as i rate it but I think I think where I'm getting, though, to the point is like I kind of moved past wanting it to suck. And I'm I'm in the phase of just just get it over with, please. Right. Like, just I don't care uh, if if you told me right now, Garrett, hey, Justice League is going to be five stars, but we can get it over with today. Like, yeah, let's do it. I, I will. I'm all on board. Like, get it out of here so we can stop talking about it. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it because I always want more more superhero content.
1: So if if I can get a slightly different version and it's a new movie to me uh, of soups and and all them then uh then deal uh, I'm all for it. Let's see. Although I did see basically I thought all this time I was going to fix a CGI and they basically traded a a bad CGI uh, Steppenwolf for a bad CGI uh, Dark Side. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not encouraged by what I've seen so far. No. Because a bad I mean. It'll always ring true the bad guy he sets up the movie he makes the movie, and Dark side looks stupid, so i'm not I'm now not as excited for it, but more more soups content I'm good. well, the
0: countdown's on to march it's already march I thought it was January that's March when it's coming out, yeah, yeah, I think they officially announced it's in March, okay, yep, so three more months of this.
1: <laughs> I did hear they might uh, make it rated R because they wanted Batman to drop an F bomb.
0: Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Fine.
1: So yeah, I mean, the ones I'm looking forward to, uh, Black Widow, like we talked about King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm excited for that. I'm a I'm a big King Kong fan, and the Godzilla movies have been pretty good so far. So I'm uh, I'd like to see those two square off and and how that all works out. They uh they're not happy with the one Brothers straight to straight to home situation because they want theirs to be on the big screen mm-hmm. and they've dumped quite a bit of money. I guess legendary paid for most of it. And then Warner brothers came in with distribution and pissed them off as box office where they're going to lose their money. Yep. So, um, those are, those are the main ones that pretty excited. Eternals. I don't know what, I don't know what to think about the Eternals. Um, Marvel's new group of superheroes. Uh, I'm I'm very curious of what they're going to do. I'm more invested in all their streaming stuff that uh, with the characters that I know, than these new movies that are coming out. Uh, Cause I just don't know what story they're going to go for. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm hesitant. Haven't seen a trailer yet. Hope it's good. Uh, it's got a pretty decent cast too. Uh, there was one more that, Oh, obviously the new Spider-Man movie. So, I'm I'm excited and also want to pull my eyes out every time <laughs> I see something. It's like why are we bringing back Toby and Andrew and all the people that failed in the past? I don't understand. I hope it's just a blip on the radar of. Of Tom Holland swings through a universe and oh, there's Toby. Ha, huh? funny, funny cameo. I, I hope that's all it is. If, if they're invested in this movie, um. That's gonna make me very angry.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, isn't it that they want to recreate the success of Spider Verse in the? Yeah, they, world? they want
1: the multiverse
0: plotline. I guess uh, it doesn't surprise me that that Sony's involved in doing that, right? Because the only successful Sony thing that they've done in recent years uh, with Marvel has been into the Spider Verse. So it would not surprise me that they're you know, heads of their company would come out and say, okay, well now we just need to do this in live action.
1: Yeah. Do the same thing again and try to sell, sell more tickets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. I hope that's just a bunch of cameos. I really hope it's not, uh, my state, my stance is on the Raimi Spider-Man. I think I've been pretty clear throughout the history of the pod. I I don't, I don't like them. Um, I I don't even really, I mean, two is the best one out of the three of them, but I don't really care for any of them. So I don't want to revisit them. I didn't like the Andrew Garfield ones, So, um, you finally got me on board with Civil War and uh, Homecoming. Far From Home was fine. It doesn't hold up very well for me on repeated viewings because of the plot, but uh, you, you kind of had me getting on board. I, I like the Spider-Man game. I'm trying to play Miles Morales now. Um, so I'm, I'm coming around a little bit, and then uh, I feel like they might just submarine him right here.
1: Well, that very well could happen, but Spider-Man, the first one, it was like the first cool superhero movie that we got and by cool I mean the effects mm-hmm. uh, like they they put money into a Spider-Man swinging through the city is not easy to pull off right you know you didn't really have that with the Batman that we got but mm-hmm. this and all the previous superhero movies were, were pretty pretty bad in comparison and then Spider-Man 2 I think it took it to another level it's a good good movie and then 3 was just an abomination and it it destroyed, it truly destroyed the franchise. I like. I, I want nothing to do with it because of three. Like that's how how bad that resonates in in my mind. And I don't even own three, which is saying a lot of all the movies that I do own. And I still wow. have, don't have Spider Man three, that and my love for Spider Man as a character because he's my favorite character. So we right. have, um, and so that that does a lot. Uh, but the Garfield ones, I like the first one. I thought, okay, kind of different Spider-Man, not the Spider-Man that I know. Kind of edgy, grungy, whatever he was trying to do—hipster Spider-Man. But then the Jamie Fox and the Green Goblin—they did the second one, it was just so bad, mm-hmm. so bad. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, villain maketh the movie. Come on, <laughs> just yeah. Put but- some time into it. Is that that's all you have? Your your character. You have Tom Holland. You can build that around.
0: Have a good villain. The only thing that I think is going to save it is that Marvel's still involved and they're tying Doctor Strange into it. So there's going to be some sort of, you know, I guess logic to where this is going instead of Sony just truly doing their own thing and and winging it. it, 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 There's at least some thought being put into it, it seems like.
1: At least the thought is, hey, how do we maybe bring back Scarlet Cap and uh, Iron Man? Well, we have multiverse, so we can easily go into another another universe and bring them back if we ever want to so let's go ahead and introduce that now
0: <laughs> yeah well I mean let's hope that I mean they kind of close that one loop by destroying the infinity stones now I guess you know with the uh, quantum travel anything is possible already so I mean at some point the comic book stories we're going to run into that where we're getting to a point where we can do whatever we want to do and between the quantum realm and apparently the multiverse now uh, yeah I mean we'll see these guys back at some point in time. Well somehow they
1: gotta bring in bring in the X Men. And there's been no talk about anything mutant wise. So I don't know how they're gonna do that. They keep going down this hole of we still haven't seen where these mutants are. So waiting for my Wolverine cameo.
0: I really can't believe they're going with Fantastic Four ahead of X Men. Yeah, that's another just disaster of a project. Yeah. Uh, there, there's I,
1: no one that they could cast that would make that a good movie in my mind. <laughs> as of right now,
0: we, well, we talked about it when we reviewed, uh, fantastic rise of the silver server. So sure. like, like, yeah. Like those powers that they have, the fantastic four were cool. When those comics debuted, um, <laughs> they just in don't the fifties. Really, yeah. Right. <laughs> they just don't hold up in today's world. It's just not cool. And it's never going to look cool to have a guy who can stretch really far. It's just not, I don't know. It's not, what's it, all I can say. It's not cool. It's super boring and it's never going to look cool either. That is the problem.
1: And that, and that's the same problem with the the comics is his character is oh the smartest man in the world. And so he just can, Oh, do do do. I can solve this. You know, similar to your complaint about Tony being able to just solve time travel, <laughs> right. you know, it's like every comic ends with Reed Richards, just, Oop, and I'm smart. And so, and, and I built this and it solves it. And kind of the same thing they do in Black Panther comic, which is why I've, neither one of those I really like at all because it's, oh, you know, T'Challa is so smart. and He invented this and he's a brilliant strategist. And so he always, you know, fixes it before, yeah. like, like there's, there's never a different way to how he solves it. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. always, oh, because I'm smart and I built this thing that no one's ever heard of to make it an easy wrap up to this series, you know, and so it, it always ends terribly. So those, those characters I struggle with, but I thought the way Marvel did Black Panther, they, put, they took that genius side and kind of put it on his, his other people, his supporting cast. I mean, mm-hmm. not that he was playing a, a dumb king, right. but, but he wasn't solving it like that. He right. actually
0: had some more physicality, which was really cool. Although now that it may be his sister taking over, you will have a potential Black Panther that can't solve everything. Oh, well, if she can
1: control her Twitter machine, apparently. <laughs> True. So we'll see who, who and how and what they do with Black Panther, but it'd be really cool if uh, they somehow got Killmonger back.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's the hope. Killmonger was a great, great character. I think everybody liked that character, which is saying something because it's a bad guy, but it, there was some coolness factor there that I think everybody acknowledged.
1: And I think, and you and I talked about this uh, when they announced Black Panther 2 and that they were never going to recast uh, mm-hmm. T'Challa. And, uh, uh, had they shown Killmonger like in the the jail of Wakanda during Infinity War and he came out and, and helped them win the war somehow, helped them win the battle, then that could have turned his character a little bit. And then maybe you could see him become Black Panther. So you have Michael B. Jordan as the lead of your franchise. Um, that could have been, but I think they, they missed that window. Yeah. If he existed, we'd know it by now. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to, if you're going to try and go the Killmonger route, it's going to be tough to squeeze into one movie, right? Like kind of redeem him in the beginning and then already make him Black Panther by the end. It's a, it's just a lot in one, which I guess is going to be the same with his sister or Winston Duke's character, you know, you know them as much as you know Killmonger and i guess it's it's easier to assume why they would take over the mantle than Killmonger so there's less work to do but either way there's going to be some legwork that needs to be done in Black Panther 2 to to you know set that up i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it's something where you actually don't see who gets to become black panther until the the last act like basically the first two acts is trying to sort out all the conflict and whatever and then somebody assumes the reins has one big fight against the bad guy and we're done
1: Well, I I mean, I don't envy the writers there, because how do you basically kill off T'Challa? Because that's the route they're going, right? I would assume so. Without ever showing him. I mean, the the world knows, but if you're a movie watcher watching these through and don't know what happened to Chadwick, then all of a sudden he's not even in the second one.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you knock him off right at the beginning of the movie and he doesn't take his mask off, you know, like they just say T'Challa and there's some well shot scene. I mean, but but that would be
1: just terrible to the character, right? Right. Kill him off in the first five, 10 minutes of the movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know unless there's something that they're going to introduce. Maybe they're going to go modify like something from the Eternals or Shang-Chi or something like that to to tie that in somehow. Um don't know. I mean, they have some windows of movies that they can, you know, go a certain route to introduce a new big like uh, for, who's the new big bad guy that's coming in in uh, Ant-Man 3? supposed to potentially be like, oh, the, like the Yeah, so like is there something that happens there where the new big bad is introduced and in one of the ways he's introduced by knocking off T'Challa. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, I am encouraged though that uh, the what if uh series that they're doing. Uh Chadwick was the voice of Black Panther mm-hmm. or of I guess he's not Black Panther, he's T'Challa. Right. Um so so that'll be good at least to have him do that for that series. Yeah. Agreed. So we get a little bit a little bit more of of him.
0: Yeah. So let's see, that covers the 2021 movies we're looking forward to. So I guess the next obvious question is probably what does our podcast look like going forward, seeing as how we've been gone for nine months when we're back. So different um, could be a different. little different. <laughs> yeah. A little different. I think we're going to, it feels right. Now's a good time after the break to, to change things up a bit. I think Um I, I probably the biggest thing I think that would be different for people. Well, I don't know. I'll lead with what I think is the biggest thing uh, you know I think we're going to switch to spoiler free for most of our conversations um, there's going to be some movies if you've listened to us in the past you know the uh, the deep dives the two parters on you know things like infinity war in game. Um, I, I feel like the right thing to do there is to maybe have a little bit of some spoiler free conversation at the beginning, and then we'll let you guys know when we're switching over, but then we're going to have to deep dive on that. But for the most part, I think we're we're going to try and stay spoiler free from now on because it just, it gets everybody more involved. More people can listen. Um, you know, some people don't want to listen after they've seen the movie. They'd rather, you know, kind of hear about it before. So I think that's a good opportunity for us to, to go that route. It's going to be challenging for us, I think. Very challenging. Yeah, you like to spoil stuff. <laughs> I don't like to spoil <laughs> stuff, but I, I, I'm i going to have to have a filter on. And I'm not sure that filter is quite built into my head just yet. I mean, obviously, you and I talk movies a lot with other people who haven't seen as much as we do. So I think we're kind of versed in that. But when it comes to creating a podcast, you know, being able to talk in depth about things that happened without giving things away, I, I, I need a different mindset. I'm going to have to get to a new level in my head about how to do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think we're we're definitely going to have a, a section to where you can listen, know that if you should see the
0: movie or not, and then if you want to deep dive after that, continue listening. Right. Uh, let's see. What else have we talked about? Um, I think the other big thing I was going to mention was that our, our turnaround times are going to be a little bit more extended. So in the past... A new movie would come out on, say, like a Thursday. We would go see it and have the episode ready by a Tuesday. Uh, more often than not, that will not be the case anymore going forward. We'll probably have about a week's difference there. So uh, if we see a movie on opening weekend, it won't be out that following Tuesday. It'll more likely be out the Tuesday after that. I think there's an opportunity where we might have some some windows where we we, we do go faster than that, depending on timing and our availability. But I think the, the rule going forward will be that it'll be a little bit more of a, a gap between when we see the movie and when the episode's released. I thought we were moving to Thursdays. Uh, we can also move to Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's challenging, right? Because that, that turnaround time, if we don't get advanced viewings, which we were starting to get, and we were able to go to, but obviously life is in the way, and you can't always do that that gives us a little bit more time, but you know if you see something on a Saturday to turn around a podcast episode by tuesday is is a little bit of a challenge so I definitely think that uh, two views Thursdays are also in play so we I, I think we can we'll have some there will be a delay whether it's a, a couple of days or whether it's into the following week, I think that I think the, the turnaround time won't be as fast, but I don't know that everybody else in the world rushes out and sees movies like we do.
1: that's true that's true they don't as box office would prove
0: yeah uh what else we got what else have we talked about to, to let everybody know about um
1: uh we talked about having some some games we were sure. playing some games that would carry over week to week that uh get some some audience participation
0: yeah definitely start to, to throw some things in at the end to get to get everybody chatting a little bit more um yeah, carrying over week to week will be big and especially going spoiler free, uh, obviously if people haven't seen the movies and they're shying away from it, then you're not even going to catch the things we're doing at the end of the episode, so should all kind of go together nicely in a way that helps us uh, you know, get people more involved. The other thing we've got going on that we we've, we've talked about changing in 2021 is uh, you know, swapping out a little bit of the focus on movie reviews. We obviously love talking movie reviews, but there's so much more going on um you know we used to do preview episodes and we kind of got away from those but one of the things we missed talking about was like our expectations from trailers right so like what is what do we think about this trailer and what do we think it means for the movie are we hyped are we not and then kind of being able to come back and revisit that when we review the movie so we're probably looking at shifting from a new movie every week oh are you there
1: No, And all of a sudden, the computer just shuts right off.
0: All right. just decided it didn't want to do it anymore, just shut down. (laughs) I mean, it's fitting. I mean, first one back, 2020, no way this was going to go totally smooth. And I'm leaving this in the podcast. I'm going to acknowledge that your computer just completely shut down. I I don't even know where we were. Where were we? I have no idea because the the timelines are all wonky now, but we'll figure it out. Um, I, I think where we were at was just breaking down the fact that um uh, we won't be so focused on just movie reviews. Like, I mean, I know we 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 did you know previews in the past. We did um you know we do top fives. I think we'll still do an occasional top five, but we were we we're very heavily focused on movie reviews, and I think that. Uh, the plan is to still do that. You know, probably a couple episodes a month will be about reviews. And, and this isn't like hard and fast rules, right? We'll, we'll ebb and flow on, on some cases, depending on what is out there for, for us to see. But we definitely wanted to start bringing back in, you know, a, at least an episode or two when we can about trailers. Um, because that really sets the expectations for what we think. And, and then we can revisit that when the movie comes out. Uh, i just you know, like gives, to tell
1: you when you're wrong. And so, and <laughs> I, mean, I want to be able to play back your words for you of how wrong you were after watching the trailer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember how hyped we both were for bad times at the El Royale just based <laughs> on the trailer. I yeah. mean, that thing was going to be the best movie I'd ever seen. And it was fine. But like, it, it's a, a, a master class on how to put together a trailer. Wah, so there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's some fun in that. But I, I also think like there's so much going on in in movies and, and the subjects that we like to talk about like you know we're missing it by a week or two but all the all the star wars and, and marvel stuff that dropped recently and and i know it's not all movies some of it's movies some of its shows but like being able to talk about that kind of stuff and, and what's upcoming for movies just again i think it's a little bit selfish for us to be able to talk about more than more than just a movie review and then i think it's a little bit about you know letting giving people who follow the podcast a chance to to interact and, and hear other stuff more than just you know
1: a movie review so i'm going to put you on the spot we haven't talked about this we have these streaming series that are coming out and with marvel they tie into the cinematic universe and i'm assuming star wars is attempting to do the same but two comp- two different franchises owned by the same company run completely differently right um, just one's a yeah and the other one's very good mm-hmm. um but are we we're not going to do episode by episode right are we good, or are we going to do it all at the end of a series or are we how, how are we well, going to dive into the, falcon and but the
0: precedent that we had set before was with cobra kai we watched the whole series and then we kind of went back and revisited that's because it series. was released all at the same time true um So I don't know. And again, we have to be careful with being spoiler free if we're, if we're going to try and and skew that direction. So it will be probably a little challenging to go episode by episode. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about now that you asked that question, like how would we attack the Mandalorian Um, episode per episode would be a little challenging. I mean, they're 30 minutes. They're pretty short. You know, sometimes there's a lot to chew on in those episodes. Sometimes eh, not, you know, not so much. Um, Whereas if you look back at, at a whole, you know, there's a little bit more to talk about in terms of its impact on other stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I have a gut feel one way or the other on that way on that one. Yeah, I think uh they may be little
1: uh, little tidbits here and there throughout our other
0: podcasts that we address those. Yeah, definitely. Like, I wouldn't expect to hear us drop any nuggets about, you know, WandaVision during a Justice League podcast. Uh But if if we are planning to move this route where every other episode or whatever it is, is, is more about trailers and, and news and other things kind of going on in that, in that world. Then I would definitely think those would be the, the opportunities to to drop those in.
1: Are you telling me we get to do another justice league podcast?
0: I mean, <laughs> there at least <laughs> needs to be some kind of resolution to this. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to sit down and watch the Snyder cut, I want to be able to yell about it. <laughs> I mean, I, there's gotta be something in it for me. I, Here I don't Is that cloud? <laughs> exactly it might just be you know 30 minutes of me screaming in the microphone uh actually no it'll, it'll, I'll, I'll probably be excited to talk about it to just put an end to it like all right there we can move on it's done let's go okay and now i'm excited yeah
1: um so clearly we have, we have a very laid out detailed plan
0: I think we have a, a solid outline and, and there's some flexibility there. I think that, uh, you know, things will kind of move and shake a little bit as we try to try to sort this out. But I think we've got a, a good uh, outline or a rubric or whatever you want to call it.
1: And at one point we thought about even uh, going, going video, maybe even adding it to YouTube, but uh, I still have my COVID-19 that I've gained. So maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll work on that and maybe by summer we'll, enhance our technology yeah my my computer doesn't shut down so i can't imagine if i added (laughs) video to it what what that would do yeah you'd be buying a new one it'd just explode (laughs) it's a nope yeah my my screen just says no
0: yeah (laughs) it's a big (laughs) middle finger waving back and forth i don't what does that mean (laughs) uh okay so that i think i think that gets us all caught up that's where we've been that's what we're looking forward to that's where we think the pod is going um you know this episode. You should be getting this. You know, sometime before Christmas is when this should be dropping. And then I think the the big plan is that uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. We drop that on uh, the first of the year. Yeah, yeah. So that's our uh, our first. We're back. Review. Yes, that will officially be us being being back. This is us unofficially rambling about what it's going to be like when we come. Just up. teasing.
1: We're just teasing you. <laughs> That's A 57
0: all. minute tease. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> A the, teaser, the teaser,
1: the teaser trailer is an hour long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. We're glad to be back. Looking forward to Woman. Uh, looking forward to Wonder Woman '84 and not being so rusty on the mic. <laughs> <Is> that
1: it. <laughs> that's it.
0: I don't know. Uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, we're shaking the rust off here. All right, I think that's it. Look forward to to being back and Wonder Woman 84 on the 1st of January. We'll talk to you later. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!